and welcome to episode 25 of Baki Talkie, titled God and the Devil. That's quite a dynamic duo, but we have an even more prolific duo with us here today. It's me and my mom. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Listeners, in case you were thinking that you were our number one fan of the <laughs> podcast, so we've got the uh, the OG number one fan right here, my mom, um, a fan of every work I've put out. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> so, Mom, um, oh boy, I guess I'll just go with the generic questions. Uh, so, what shows are you watching? <laughs> um, I have been watching a lot of Korean variety shows. Yeah, because you really got into into BTS recently. Yeah, during a uh, COVID isolation, I went down the was it the rabbit hole. Yeah, with the uh, watching BTS, and then it kind of spawned off into it's wild where things can go eh? <laughs> spawn is in my head because the salmon were spawning in the river down yeah. the trails no that's fair <laughs> you don't have to justify that yeah it's it's actually pretty fun um i've i'm enjoying watching it it's it's very hard to go back to normal tv oh why would you it's a downgrade <laughs> real it's so back to Baki though. Uh, before this, uh, before I came over today, this is the first ever remote record of Baki Taki. But before I came down, what did you know about Baki? Um, I know that you love it, and you're very enthusiastic about it, and that makes me love it. Very enthusiastic. There's you know, I think a fair man. You've listened to 24 episodes. Yeah. This. No, I. Well, 23. I, sorry, Wolf. I know that. Um, Baki sometimes shows up in the episodes. I was very interested in the the original five death row inmates. Death row inmates, and then when they died, I thought there was Mister Oliver. Yeah, yeah, which you know seemed kind of anticlimactic after the first. But apparently, this episode is the the next uh, step in the different directions. Yeah, there's basically, I'd say, five characters from this season who are going to play a major part in season two, um, and maybe maybe I'll have you guess at the end of the episode. Um, okay. But what, but this episode is setting it up. Let Let's dive into what happens. So this is following off on the pivotal question that Muhammad Ali asked last episode. Have you heard of a man named Hanma? Yujiro Hanma. Do you know him? Um, so <laughs> we, we heard that question be asked last week, but now we get the answer and uh, we get to hear a little bit about uh, what Muhammad Ali, uh, his experiences with Yujiro Hanma. So, Mom, uh, first off, what did you think of Muhammad Ali in this episode? Uh, I was happy to see him in his youth after hearing Catherine's description last week. A lot less drool. Yeah, I like I and and I don't know is the guy that writes Baki a fan of Muhammad Ali? Like he's yeah. he seems like it's his idol. He's a legend whose notoriety transcends the world of sports. More than just a man, he's a living god. He was pretty accurate in his description of all the things that all his accomplishments. Itagaki, the author, he likes to insert um, they, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, like that's not the only character like that in Baki. There's a lot of fighters who are like one letter off the real fighter in Baki's history. Is he called history. Muhammad Ali? And it's, it's I didn't catch that. They don't really pronounce it that way, but oh. it's if you looked at, up the spelling, it's A-L-A-I. A-L-A-I. I did see that, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but there, there are a bunch of fighters like this in Baki. Um, but I will say he really seems to show a lot of respect from Hamad Ali, probably the only gold medal athlete in this show to ever get any respect. (laughs) So it it turns out after we get a bit of a history of Muhammad Ali, not too much Baki related. It honestly felt like I was watching an animated 30 for 30 at some points. (laughs) But then we get to the fun part. So Muhammad Ali flew to Japan to fight um, Antonio Igari. Okay, editor Steve here, because this gets confusing. Um, you know, I was saying that a lot of fighters in Baki are just real fighters with their names slightly changed. So it turns out that Kanji Igari is actually a play on a famous wrestler, Antonio Inoki. Um, they both also have the real name and. Uh, kanji but go by the fighting name antonio so this guy that muhammad ali fought ages ago is the guy that sikorsky peed on in episode three anyway just some fun continuity i found um just double checking things uh and he was really stressed out for this fight so he started running at night with five <laughs> nfl linesmen from the list of it um, Wait, wasn't there? Didn't he say boxers? He had also challenged. Yes, one of those went, went, would go on to be a champion. Yes, I thought they were all boxers. I didn't. Hear Sorry, that. they are. I just was more joking that they were oh, very okay. like <laughs> buff, buff. Yes, not not as lean as Muhammad Ali was. No. They are all boxers. Yes, and one of them will go on to be a world champion. Do we know who it is. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> now here's the interesting thing. So as they're running, uh, one of the one of the fighters uh, disappears. And of course, everybody just ignores that and keeps (laughs) running in the Tokyo night until there's none left but Muhammad Ali. Uh, And we find out that this was probably the doing of Yujiro Hanma. We didn't ever see how that... What do you think even happened there? Well, I think that... So this mystery man, I don't know who he is. That's not Yujiro Hanma. That's Yujiro Hanma. Oh, it is. Is he the devil? Because I'm assuming Muhammad Ali is God. If that's, I think that's probably the the best. So he's a bad yeah. guy then. Yujiro is a bad guy, except um, except when it comes to civil rights. But he be, but he befriended him. I I would say he befriended him. The thing is, I would say that Yujiro doesn't, at least in this scene, he doesn't operate on an axis of good or evil. You know, like he's not he's not trying to be evil. He's just no. trying to be strong. The strongest man in the world. Tell me, what are your dreams? I dream of strength. The strength to do what? To be the strongest living man in the entire world. Yes. He's stronger than armies. So I, I would assume he took out those other guys. Why? I don't know. Like, he, he could have just come around and yeah. said what he was going to say. Because <laughs> like, any anything that he said to him, he could have said with those other guys there. So he shows up, and we get a little bit of a fight between... Uh, Muhammad Ali and Jiro. I think Muhammad Ali was scared. This guy had just beaten up four of his best friends or kidnapped them or killed them. <laughs> and of course, it does nothing because Yujiro Hanma is the best, is the strongest. On his way world. to be the. Is he? Do, have we confirmed that he's the strongest? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take your words. <laughs> um, and it, it, it makes uh, Muhammad Ali unleash his secret power of um, his new martial art he made. I'll be damned. The random dude off the street I met in Japan somehow managed to see it, and he wasn't even a boxer. 
Now, so there, there's there's two points I want to comment on here. One, I thought the art in this scene was ridiculous. Yujira was glowing. Muhammad Ali had blue light shooting out of the ground underneath him. Did you notice that? Or well, I I I actually thought Yujira 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 was um was go. I didn't know who he was at first, but I thought he was kind of ghost like, and that kind of green like fog part was trying to make him look like supernatural yeah supernatural and then i thought well when and then when they were fighting i did notice that with muhammad ali and i thought that was his like his was more powerful and bright and blue blue and yellow yeah it was it was blue and like a ghostly white um but but that's the interesting thing about baki so there are a lot of animes out there where there's these power systems and people glow and they have energy oh is that right okay yeah dragon ball z for example Um, but Baki doesn't have any of that. And I, I don't even know if the manga even has any of this stuff. So that's new? Let me answer that question. Uh, so I confirmed in the manga, Yujiro's ghostly aura is from the original. Uh, the blue lights shooting out from under Muhammad Ali is new. They just added it in, I think, to make the shots more... It, it's it's sort of like a trick, right? Like you spend a lot of time animating um, a character. Yeah. But if you, instead you have him stand still and you put a glowing effect around him, it's a lot cheaper. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I think that, that they have a tendency to do that. Okay. Um, but the other thing I wanted to talk about was sort of the thrust of Muhammad Ali's character and Muhammad Ali Jr. too. <laughs> um, the idea of turning boxing into a martial art. Um, I actually, when he was talking about that, that Muhammad Ali had his own way of boxing, that he had his own way of boxing that would, that could, that could be a martial art. I I thought that was interesting, like, like an interesting theory. I don't know if it, I'm assuming it's not true, but I was by, like, you know, that, that he, he never put, put his fists up. Like, I was trying to think that. Did, it's one of those things that you can this? say and you're like, yeah. that can't be true, but I can't remember <laughs> it happening. The modern form of the sport known as boxing was born in England way back in 1814. But in all that time, I was the first fighter ever to lower my guard as a tactic. I never raised it. Well, it's also just like, what makes boxing not a martial art in the first place? Like, why is traditional box? Is it because there's too many rules? Because earlier in the season, I was just listening to the judo episode, and they said that, oh, that's not judo if, if you land on your back. Like, well, martial arts is is full body contact. Boxing is only head and torso. You can't you can't hit below the belt, right? That is true. That yeah. is true. So, so Muhammad Ali's great invention was the idea that he could punch people below the belt. <laughs> By the way, when last episode, Muhammad Ali Jr. said, this isn't boxing, not even close. Um, This is what he's referring to, is the fact that he's turned boxing into a martial art. In the last episode, was he a child as well? No, no. uh, He's like... That's why I was confused, I think, to see him as a child. I don't know his exact age. I assume he's probably like 18, 21, somewhere around that age. Like, he's like a cocky, young adult type of... And is he buff like his dad now? He he looks like Muhammad Ali. So... 
at, at first last episode i was complaining about why didn't they use layla ali and all this stuff um, I, yeah, I but what i've realized is they didn't want to make a child for muhammad ali he basically wanted to draw muhammad ali like <laughs> muhammad ali jr just looks like muhammad ali and i think he acts like how he thinks a young muhammad ali would act like uh yes so he has a new martial arts uh thing they spar a little bit more uh muhammad ali gets a few little grazing br- blows at yeah <laughs> i knew you had it in you that's what i'm talking about champ that's not boxing anymore it's your own martial art you should name it after yourself the art of ali and then yujiro uh really really no impact no not at all and then yujiro throws him in the air mamagui goes oh yujiro puts him down uh catches him before he could injure himself oh yeah so you think he, how can he be the devil? He's a good guy. Well, and especially because the whole reason he showed up is to tell Muhammad Ali that he thinks that he's like the greatest guy around. The because... next the next martial art. Yeah. Just... No, that wasn't even it. It was because of him being a draft dodger and his standing up for, for impoverished African African Americans yeah. and uh the Viet Cong. Yeah. You fought the status quo for the sake of impoverished African Americans. You fought your own government for the sake of the battered Viet Cong. Those three and a half years are the reason why I stand in reverence. What did, what did you think about all that commentary? Well, I, I, the only thing that I that came to mind is I thought the reason that he didn't get, want to get conscripted is because he was thinking uh, he was fighting for the black people not to go. Mm-hmm. African-Americans not to go. I don't think the the... Like the that, Viet was, Cong. that was kind of secondary, I think, in his civil rights action. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to do a check on that. Yeah. Uh, editor Steve. Or Steve. I think Steve can spend a, an hour researching Muhammad Ali. <laughs> so I looked into it, and by that I mean I read a Slate article. Um, I think that that is a correct uh, assessment. Muhammad Ali was much more focused on uh, the civil rights in America than whatever was going on in Vietnam. Uh, he has a famous quote, I've got no quarrel with the Viet Cong, um, basically implying, why do I have to go to Vietnam? There's problems over here. Um, anyway. It's good about these shows. Like We have gone back and forth kind of looking in to see if, if there's a, the references are real or not, and they often are. That's what... It, what killed me redoing this show is they were they were real enough of the time that I believed they were always real. Like I was when when on that spec episode about Jack Lee Biondi, like the man who was actually a hundred, and then yeah, I thought that was a real story, and so I looked it up later. And I was like, oh, this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I didn't think that was real. <laughs> but we looked at Mister Oliver. You were saying yeah, and that song that was grinding ever it was a real it was a version of a real song yeah the uh the mavi yeah yeah also on the topic of grinding the idea that your jaw strength matches to how strong you are that was way back in episode seven that was real that was a study that came out. okay anyway lots of lots of interesting facts here but so after yujiro tells muhammad ali about how great he is and all that right um muhammad ali is a bit dejected he feels bad because he knows that he's not on the same level as yujiro and they start walking and blah 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 basically muhammad ali ends the scene by saying please i want you to meet my son 
Were you surprised? That was shocked. I was thinking, wow, this guy's just pretty much said that everything you've done in your life is like super amazing. You're the next, the next big thing in martial arts. Yeah. Uh, You got to meet my son. (laughs) And it didn't, I wasn't impressed with the son from the last episode. Like it didn't seem like he was like anything near to his father. He beat up Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, so they have a little scene where um, Muhammad Ali Jr. is in the room. This is my boy, or honestly, I should call him my dream. <laughs> he's wearing a tuxedo, and he's also about probably one foot tall. Like Wait, he's, he's playing with a dinosaur. So that's the little toy he gave Coz away last episode. <laughs> so it was his childhood toy okay. that he gave to an adult woman. <laughs> like when you get stressed, play with my baby toy. <laughs> but yeah, he's you know he's being a little kid and punching stuff. Yeah, um, and we learned that Muhammad Ali. So a bit more context on his martial art he turned boxing into a martial art basically the muhammad ali style is you hop around and if somebody tries to punch you you like a butterfly sting like a bee exactly it's that as a martial art but because muhammad ali was a draft dodger and went to jail for three years he was not able to perfect the craft and then he got older and he couldn't move fast enough to be that same fighter um, which I feel like is probably also true that I don't think coming he went out of jail, jail for he had, three years. Well, he might have just been that might be true, but I think also he might have been barred from professional yes, boxing. Yes, yeah. yes. So because of that, by the time he came back, he had to adjust his fighting style and he wasn't as fast. Right. So Muhammad Ali's new goal is he can train his son to learn this style. <laughs> which when you see the son, you just think, no. <laughs> Like Muhammad Ali comes along once in a lifetime. This little roly poly boy is not going to be he the look, next world martial artist. He looks like a goober, and I don't know why he's dressed so fancy. But Muhammad Ali never dressed like that. Yeah, he's just dressing his son up. Tuxedo. Maybe because he's rich. The ogre's coming over. You must put on all the. So uh, Muhammad Ali Jr.'s son, uh, or sorry, just Muhammad Ali Jr., starts wailing on Yujiro. It's great. Getting in little punches. Very good form for a three-year-old, which is what I assume he's supposed to be. Oh, I think he's supposed to be like eight. Eight? eight. You think it's supposed to be eight? Well, maybe five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) Somewhere between the ages of eight and three. You know what? I'll Lindsay fact check. She's good of children's ages. After looking at Mr. Roly-Poly, I would say he's probably five or six, but he acts like a three-year-old. Five is closer to three than eight. But somewhere in that age range, Muhammad Ali is doing these little cute kid punches onto Yujiro, and then Yujiro pulls back his middle finger and flicks him in the, a, in the forehead. A, in the forehead across the room. And I thought that was enough. And then he's like bleeding out of the forehead. Like, you know what I loved was the delay of the flick. Like because any anybody that deals with those kind of kids that are just kind of punching yeah. or biting you, right? Like like it was just like drawn back and then the finger was released and then didn't he go kind of go slow-mo back? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he started crying. <laughs> yeah. And then uh I forget what Muhammad Ali said after that. It was... He wasn't like shocked by it or anything. Yeah. Like I thought he would have went out of my house. You oh, yeah, no. My he walked like... up to his kid and said, that was a great fight, kid. <laughs> that was a good fight, son. 
Yeah, you got some good punches or something. This kid's going to be special. And Yujiro sort of forced... Did you believe that? What? That this kid's going to be so special? Yeah. I've watched the show. I oh. know he's going to be special. Oh. Oh. Um, and Yujiro sort of foreshadows this. He says that I've I've fathered children all over the place. And one day you're going <laughs> to fight them. Yeah. <laughs> it's also an interesting line because we only know canonically of two children that he has. Just Baki and Jack. Um, okay. So theoretically one day... Um, they might just pull out another Baki brother. Um, okay. But we'll see. Foreshadowing. Um, so that's sort of the end of the um, Muhammad Ali storyline for the episode. But there's a fun other storyline this episode where Baki goes to a cabin in the woods. I'm so happy I got to see Baki in my episode. A rare treat. But he wasn't doing well, though. No. How would you, how would you describe how he's doing? Well, he's still very muscular, but the... The big guy, Hondo. I don't. I, I did. He did. They that did say big guy is in like that was when he was introduced, and I've forgotten his name. Ando, maybe. Ando, yeah. Sure. Reichi Ando, a fierce warrior who could kill a bear with nothing but his own two hands. He lives like a hermit in a small cabin in the depths of the Hida Mountains. He's known Bucky since he was a child. So there was there was a big cabin in a cave, and they went to see him. Him and Cosway. And the and Hondo. Sure. So, what, was, what did you say? <laughs> I think I just said Hondo. Okay. Uh, the big guy yeah. asked him to take off his shirt. So we already knew that from the previous episode that he had been poisoned. Mm-hmm. So and he was weak, but they the doctors couldn't do anything for him. He was saying this episode. But he looked okay. He just looked emaciated. Yeah, but still, still very muscular. He still looks great. I don't know. Like he, you can see his ribs, but otherwise he is ripped. He but is shredded. What did the big guy say? Why did you wait so long? But what the, does that mean? But the tone he said it into. Why? Why, Bucky? Did you wait so long? Does that mean that he waited too long and the poison has gone too far, or why did you wait so long to come back? to like away from high school and all over oh, he life. was lonely in the woods <laughs> no, like that he he wasn't serving his purpose and and by coming back there where all the skeletons were uh, presumably of apes oh <laughs> i didn't catch that part um, what it was. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second uh, <laughs> I think what he meant is, why did you waste your time with modern medicine? If he had come to this guy in the woods sooner, he could have saved him. But unfortunately, the medicine is not really doing anything. We do get some really nice scenes of Baki fishing, having dinner. just Sleeping with Cos. Yeah, goes away. It's a nice little slice of life for them. Yeah. Baki, of course, does look like the crypt keeper in all of these shots. <laughs> but yeah, so, so after going to the cabin, he goes to... Uh, what is it a cave yeah. um, with a bunch of skeletons in it yeah um i'll let i'll play a clip here because the narrator's description of what's going on is the best scene part of the whole episode yasha zaru junior a member of the race of mysterious apes that inhabited the hida mountains in ancient times yasha's parents were slaughtered by ujiro hanma baki was enraged and swore to avenge their deaths after that a bond developed between them Basically, that Yeti that everybody's been talking about from the end credits is is there. And uh, we find out that that is Yasha Jr., a a mythical great ape from ancient Japan that used to live here. 
um, Yujiro Hanma killed all of the other apes, and that that's why there's so many skeletons. So those in were this ape cave. skeletons. Okay, they and, did look rounder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And also, this ape fought in the Maxima tournament. Um, and he's a friend of Baki. And he's a friend of Baki. <laughs> he hugged Baki. I didn't really understand that, but I just love that they included that. Like they spent about thirty seconds just explaining what the heck's going on, and we'll never see that ape again. He's gone. Oh. Like, maybe in the next season to come out, he might come back, but... Uh, so what do you think the purpose of that was, then? I don't think there was one. Well, you know... Just to justify him being in the final credits? Yeah, I don't know. If if you had watched the original Baki, which I still contend is a big ask for people, that when the show is not on the platform and it aired 20 years ago, right. then maybe you would remember Yasha and you'd go, oh, I love this guy. Oh, so it's 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 a, it's a it's throwback, homage. an homage for people who really follow Baki. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. And he was... He was comforting to Baki during Baki's difficult time after being poisoned. <laughs> so, and he needs some comfort. Well, to provide some more comfort for him, we find that Retsu has shown up at the cabin in the woods, and he's so happy to see Baki, and Baki goes in well, for the big they, hug. Sorry, they come back after all the fishing and all this beautiful, the hug with the... the yeti mm -hmm. <laughs> um and then come back and i thought it was quite ominous that mm. the hondo hondo <laughs> hondo hondo <laughs> and this other smaller figure who i didn't know who it was was standing there like i thought something was like the the happiness was going to end and that something well and you were right it's going to happen so baki goes in for the hug or handshake i don't remember and Retsu just punches him right in the chest. I'm really glad you're here, man. Right. Knocks him out. Kozway can't do anything. Why'd you do that? <laughs> That's her the entire episode. <laughs> oh my god. But, That's um... <laughs> so the episode ends... Can you just describe how the episode ends? I, this is one of my favorite endings in Baki. Well, the so he, he's punched him, yeah. and then you then you you look up to the sky, and there's a helicopter that comes in, and the, it's in China, Japanese Chinese, and, yeah, and it says Republic. Yeah, I guess it'd be in Chinese, <laughs> Republic of China, translated. And so Retsu is Chinese ki kidnapping, yeah, Baki. <laughs> And, and it's, does Kosway get to go? She she was like, we'll find we'll, again. We'll find out. It does. Seem but that's like, how it ended. It, it was suspenseful. Yeah, yeah. And I, I will say it's interesting because Ando seemed on board with this plan. Like it seemed like he had called Retsu. Yes. So. Yeah. So what do you think they're? It, well, uh, you know. What do you What do you think's going on? Um, I think they're gonna fix him and make him better. And and train him to be. I feel like he's not reaching his. In anything I've seen, he's not reaching his potential. He's kind of like a teenager and going to school and has a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But I think they're going to take all those influences away and just have him focus. I'm just gonna take those away, away. I don't think she's going with them. Foggy's whole arc, this she's supposed to stand up goes away, and then it's get her out of here. He's he needs... a teenager, he can get another girlfriend down the road in China. 
Yeah, so the People's Republic of China has uh, flown a helicopter into Japan, most likely violating um, sovereign airspace. This was an army, like like a, oh, a yeah, this camouflage helicopter. This is like an, a, the, the Chinese equivalent of like an Apache like <laughs> helicopter, but um, yeah. So that's that's how the episode ends. Then we go into the classic theme song, a thrilling conclusion to the episode. Um, but here's the thing: it, it might it might be a bit subtle, but I would say that this episode is showing the shift in the show. So I was saying before the next, the next arc is going to take five of our characters from this season and really focus on them. <laughs> so can you guess who those characters are? Okay. Muhammad Ali Jr. Correct. This is much different than boxing. Uh, Baki. Yep. I don't like getting wet. Ratsu. Correct. <laughs> Causeway? No, and I don't have Causeway. <laughs> oh, um, Aniyama? No, Yujiro is going to be a much bigger part next season. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the like. What is there? There's who's Baki's dad? Yujiro. And then who did you say is going to? Oh, be? you know, I think you're getting Hanma and Hanayama next yes. up. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yujiro Hanma, Baki Hanma, Jack Hanma. Okay. And then there's Hanayama, who's a different guy. So how would how would I know who the two other people are? Because I've only seen this episode. Well, you've already said four, so there's only one. Okay. Muhammad Ali Jr., Baki, Retsu, and Yujiro. Forget celibacy. If you want to get stronger, do it. Um, and those are the four. Oh, um, and who's the fifth? Mr. Oliver. Oh, your favorite. <laughs> I tossed him around like a rag doll. Are you blind or something? Come on. He's coming back next season, and then season three is a spotlight on him. <laughs> so we're not getting rid of Mr. Oliver. I find him not exciting. Maybe you just don't like jazz. <laughs> so so that's, that's a little spoiler talk for this. Uh, so, Mom, you know the question I'm going to ask you. Now that you've watched this episode of Boggy, do you think that Boggy is a good show? Yes, I think it's. <laughs> I do. Every time I I did I did start watching some of the episodes after I had listened to them, with the five original yeah. um, in so, Death Row inmates. Death Row Pond. In Death Row inmates. Yeah. I love the I love those storylines. Um, I I found this one suspenseful. Um. I, because I like Muhammad Ali, I found it interesting that this this animated feature is, is even talking about him and yeah. and kind of introducing him maybe to different. Well, it's also fun to see him like from a Japanese perspective, you know. Like it's like yeah. I I feel like they had much more of a view of like Muhammad Ali is standing up against the his whole country of America. Like yeah. anyway, yeah, he did. Great guy. Yeah. I love Muhammad Ali. Yeah. All right. Well, that is that. That's that's bit more or less it. Um, did Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Or uh, no, that was it. Was really fun, and I I think you're doing a great job. You're doing it first. Make sure to put that in the reviews. Um, so yeah, so this is the penultimate episode of the season. Next episode, I'm going to try and get a few people together and we'll have sort of a panel award show, which I think will be a lot yeah. of fun. Um, I had I had some great suggestions for awards in the Discord, so I'm going to be trying to put those up. 
Um, How many people are in your Discord? Oh, hundreds. <laughs> I think we might be in two digits. <laughs> yeah. And they're all definitely not guests who've been <laughs> on the show. I'm going to have the uh, award nominations up in the Discord by the time this episode's posted. So feel free to go on there and vote. If you're my mom and don't use Discord, feel free to uh, Facebook me and I will send you I a don't link. don't Facebook. I'm not that old. <laughs> oh my gosh. Facebook's underrated. <laughs> no one uses Facebook. Not even my age group now. And then after the season finale, uh, I'm going to be taking one month off and then coming back at you, you for season it. two. Thank you. Glad. Stop laughing. No, you do deserve right. it. You've been working very hard. That's all the Baki we've got to talk to. See y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>